everyone. This is Jeffrey Kerr. The 72nd Annual Primetime Emmy Awards are upon us. They'll be taking place on Sunday, September 20th at 8pm on ABC. Today, I'm here to break down all the nominees in each of the following categories. Outstanding Limited Series, Outstanding Comedy Series, and Outstanding Drama Series. The way I'll be doing so will be by taking a look at how many other nominations each program received in any of the five important categories that are usually required to win, and give you my predictions as to what I think is going to come out on top on Emmy night. Three of the important categories, acting, directing, and writing, are going to be presented on the main telecast, while the other two, casting and picture editing, will be presented in the creative arts ceremonies. My goal with this is to help anyone out there who's listening do the best they can with their Emmy predictions. Though please keep in mind that while statistics don't always stay completely intact at any award show, they are still some pretty good rules of thumb to take into account when making your predictions. So without further ado, let's get started. For Outstanding Limited Series, the nominees are Little Fires Everywhere, Mrs. America, Unbelievable, Unorthodox, and Watchmen. By process of elimination, about three of the nominees in this category each have one acting nomination while the other two have more than that. The Hulu miniseries Little Fires Everywhere is nominated for lead actress for Carrie Washington and directing for the final episode Find a Way, which was helmed by Lynn Shelton, who sadly died of leukemia at the age of 54 on May 16th of this year. However, the show still missed out on nods for writing, casting, and picture editing. Last year's Netflix miniseries, Unbelievable, is nominated for supporting actress for Toni Collette, writing for the premiere episode, and casting for the whole show, yet it wasn't nominated for directing nor picture editing. The other Netflix miniseries in this lineup, Unorthodox, which premiered back in March, is nominated for lead actress for Shira Haas, directing for the entire series, writing for the premiere episode, and casting for the whole show though the one category could not score a single nomination in was picture editing. The FX miniseries Mrs. America received four acting nominations, lead actress for Kate Blanchett, as well as supporting actress for Uzo Duba, Margot Martindale, and Tracy Ullman, writing for the third episode, Shirley, casting for the whole show, and picture editing, yet it did not receive a single directing nomination. Meanwhile, HBO's miniseries from last year, Watchmen, was able to get nominated in pretty much every single category that's usually required to win Outstanding Limited Series. It has a casting nomination for the whole show, a writing nomination for the sixth episode, This Extraordinary Being, three picture editing nominations, three directing nominations, and six acting nominations. I have a feeling that we're going to see a huge sweep for Watchmen on the Emmy telecast. I think it'll definitely win outstanding writing for a limited series, movie, or dramatic special, as all writing categories are usually a pretty good indicator as to what will win the top series prize. I think Gene Smart will win outstanding supporting actress in a limited series TV movie, which would mark her fourth Emmy Award after having previously won twice before for her guest appearances on Frasier, as well as her supporting role on Samantha Who. 
I think Regina King will win Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited Series TV Movie, which would also mark her fourth Emmy Award after having won three times before in what all ended up being upsets. She won Supporting Actress two years in a row for American Crime and Lead Actress in 2018 for seven seconds. I think Jeremy Irons will win Outstanding Lead Actor in a Limited Series TV Movie. He's also won three times before in three separate categories. If he does win here, he'd beat out the much more heavily favored Mark Ruffalo, who's the lone representation for his program, I Know This Much Is True, Paul Mescal, whose show Normal People failed to make the cut for Outstanding Limited series, and Hugh Jackman, whose TV movie Bad Education underperformed in nominations. Also, let's not forget that Irons is the most respected actor out of all the nominees in his category. While there are two other words that I think Watchmen could win, it might also be vulnerable in both of them. For Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Limited Series TV Movie, there are three performances from the show in contention, which are Yaha Abdul-Mateen II, Jovan Adipo, and Louis Gossett Jr. They could all be at risk of cancelling each other out. Not that vote splitting always happens at award shows, it's usually dependent on if there's a clear standout. Yaha Abdul-Mateen II does appear to be the one with the best chance of winning, according to predictors. Though Louis Gossett Jr. is an acting veteran, so he could get his share of votes. Though I'll be surprised if Giovanna Depo ends up taking it, especially given that he wasn't even expected to get nominated in the first place. While Jim Parsons is currently predicted to win for Hollywood, I think he's vulnerable for two reasons. Don McDermott is also in contention here for that show, and he's an acting veteran giving a big transformative performance. Not to mention that Hollywood wasn't even nominated for Outstanding Limited Series. While we did see Ben Wishaw win this award last year for an unnominated program, a very English scandal, you have to go back even further to 2003 when Ben Gazzara won for Hysterical Blindness. That just leaves Titus Burgess for the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt TV movie subtitled Kimmy vs. The Reverend. He could be a dark horse given that he's the only nominee in this category who is not up against a co-star, plus the Emmys do owe him one given that he never managed to win for his role in the original series of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. For outstanding directing for a limited series, movie, or dramatic special, there are three episodes of Watchmen in contention. While I do think that the episode of This Extraordinary Being does seem to have the best shot of winning of the three, especially given that it's the sole writing nomination for the show, it's still important to take vote splitting into account. If the three Watchmen episodes do cancel each other out, I could see Unorthodox taking this prize, given that's the only one that's recognized for the whole series in this category due to all four episodes being directed by the same person, Maria Schrader. We've seen in the past that if a miniseries has a sole director for the entire run, they tend to have a great shot at winning an Emmy here. Then again, I can also see the narrative of Lynn Shelton dying earlier this year, propelling her to a posthumous win for Little Fires Everywhere. For Outstanding Comedy Series, the nominees are Curb Your Enthusiasm, Dead to Me, The Good Place, Insecure, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Schitt's Creek, and what we do in the shadows. By process of elimination, the Netflix comedy series The Kaminsky Method only has two acting nominations for Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin, but nothing else. 
HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm only has two important below-the-line nods for casting and picture editing. Netflix's Dead to Me has two lead acting nominations for Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini, as well as a nod for casting. HBO's Insecure has two acting nominations for Issa Rae and Yovan Orji. It's also nominated for casting and picture editing. NBC's The Good Place has three acting nominations for Ted Danson, William Jackson Harper, and Darcy Carden, as well as a guest acting nod for Maya Rudolph. It also has a writing nomination for the series finale. FX's What We Do in the Shadows has three writing nominations, as well as nods for casting and picture editing. Amazon Prime Video's The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has five acting nominations for Rachel Brosnahan, Sterling K. Brown, Tony Shalhoub, Alex Borstein, and Marin Hinkle, as well as two guest acting nods for Luke Kirby and Wanda Sykes. It's also nominated for casting, picture editing, and has two directing nods, though for the second year in a row, it wasn't able to score a single writing nomination. Meanwhile, Pop TV's Schitt's Creek was able to get nominated in pretty much every single category that's usually required to win Outstanding Comedy Series. It has a casting nomination for the whole show, a directing nomination for the series finale, two picture editing nominations, two writing nominations, and four acting nominations. I have a feeling that we're going to see a huge sweep for Schitt's Creek on the Emmy telecast. This was a show that was on the air for six seasons, yet it wasn't until last year when it finally got on the Television Academy's radar with three major above-the-line nominations, which was likely thanks to the first five seasons being available to watch on Netflix. The Emmys have given several farewell hugs in the past, and I'm expecting them to do so again this year for the final season of Schitt's Creek. I think it'll also win outstanding lead actor in a comedy series for Eugene Levy, although I can't see Ted Danson winning that for the final season of The Good Place, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series for Catherine O'Hara, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series for Dan Levy, outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series for Annie Murphy, although I can't see Alex Borstein winning that from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel for the third year in a row, and outstanding directing for a comedy series for the series finale, Happy Ending. While I think that episode can also win outstanding writing for a comedy series, there's another Schitt's Creek entry in contention there titled The Presidential Suite. If they both end up splitting the vote, I'd look out for The Good Place to pull an upsets for the series finale whenever you're ready. For Outstanding Drama Series, the nominees are Better Call Saul, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Killing Eve, The Mandalorian, Ozark, Stranger Things, and Succession. By process of elimination, the third season of Netflix's Stranger Things only has one important nomination, which is for picture editing. The third season of BBC's Killing Eve has three acting nominations for Sandra Oh, Jodie Comer, and Fiona Shaw, as well as a nod for casting. The first season of Disney Plus's The Mandalorian has a guest acting bid for Giancarlo Esposito, as well as three picture editing nominations. The third season of Hulu's The Handmaid's Tale has two acting nominations for Bradley Whitsford and Samira Wiley, as well as a guest acting nod for Alexis Bledel. Not to mention that the series itself is also nominated for casting. The fifth season of AMC's Better Call Saul has an acting nomination for Giancarlo Esposito, as well as two bids for writing. 
The third season of Netflix's The Crown has two acting nominations for Olivia Colman and Helena Bonham Carter, as well as two directing bids, a writing nod, and a casting nomination. Meanwhile, the two programs that appear to be neck and neck for the top prize are the third season of Netflix's Ozark and the second season of HBO's Succession. They were both able to get nominated in pretty much every single category that's usually required to win outstanding drama series. Ozark has three acting nominations, two directing nods, three bids for writing, a casting nomination, and two picture editing nods. Succession has six acting nominations, as well as three bids for guest acting, two directing nods, a writing nomination, a casting nod, and two bids for picture editing. I know what you all must be wondering right now. Which show do I think is going to win? I think it's going to be Succession. The fact that was able to get nine acting nominations altogether, which is six more than what Ozark ended up receiving, I think that's a strong indicator, especially given that the actors branch is the largest branch of the television academy. Not to mention that Succession also has the narrative of being respected in the first season, yet its reputation was able to grow much more in the second season. It is now one of the most talked about television programs currently on the air. I think it could be in for a big night at the Emmys. I think the episode of This Is Not For Tears is definitely going to win outstanding writing for a drama series, especially given that the three episodes of Ozark in contention there are likely going to cancel each other out. While I do think This Is Not For Tears could also win outstanding directing for a drama series, there is another succession episode nominated in that category titled Hunting, so they could both be at risk of vote splitting. Then again, The Crown also has two directing nominations as well as Ozark. The only two contenders that are not at risk of canceling each other out are Homeland and The Morning Show, but both of those programs aren't even nominated for outstanding drama series. As for the acting categories, I do currently have Helena Bonham Carter winning Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for The Crown, although I can see either Julia Garner repeating her win from last year for Ozark or Sarah Snook getting caught in a potential sweep for Succession. For Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, there are three men from Succession nominated in that category, which would be Nicholas Braun, Kieran Culkin, and Matthew McFadden. They could all be at risk of canceling each other out, though Kieran Culkin does appear to have the best shot at winning of the three according to predictors. While Billy Crudup is currently the favorites to win for the Morning Show and Gold Derby's combined predictions from users and experts, I think he has two major hurdles going against him. He could not only be at risk of vote splitting with co-star Mark Duplass, but the Morning Show also isn't even nominated for Outstanding Drama Series. It's rare for this award to go to a performer in a show that isn't nominated for the top award. In fact, it's only happened four times this century. William Shatzner for Boston Legal in 2005, Terry O'Quinn for Lost in 2007, Bobby Cannavale for Boardwalk Empire in 2013, and Ben Mendelsohn for Bloodline in 2016. If vote splitting ends up being a major factor in this category this year, look out for either Giancarlo Esposito or Bradley Whitford to pull an upset. Esposito has the narrative of being a double nominee, as he's also recognized for his guest appearance on The Mandalorian, though Whitford could repeat his victory in Guest Actor from last year for The Handmaid's Tale. For Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series, this is a bit of a tough one. 
Jennifer Aniston may have beaten Olivia Colman for the Screen Actors Guild Award in this category for the morning show earlier this year, but Talena Bonham Carter was also in contention there for the crown, given how the individual TV acting awards at SAG combined both lead and supporting performances. So there probably was a case of vote splitting there. But just two months later, season three of Ozark debuted on Netflix, and Laura Linney then became a force to be reckoned with. I'm taking Jennifer Aniston out of the equation given that The Morning Show isn't nominated for Outstanding Drama Series. As for Coleman vs. Lenny, what both ladies have in common is that they each have only one more season of their respective characters coming up. Season 3 of The Crown marks the first of two seasons where Olivia Coleman stars as Queen Elizabeth II before Imelda Staunton takes over for the fifth and sixth seasons. So Emmy voters don't have a lot of opportunities to award her performance on the show. Meanwhile, Ozark has already been renewed for a fourth and final season. While production on that doesn't currently have a start date due to the COVID-19 crisis, principal photography on the upcoming fourth season of The Crown had already wrapped up back in March before the pandemic began, and is set to debut on Netflix on November 15th. So if voters have that in mind, they might decide to award Lenny now and Coleman later, given that she will be back in contention next year while the premiere dates for the final season of Ozark hasn't been revealed yet. As for outstanding lead actor in a drama series, there may be two men from succession in contention, but I think Jeremy Strong is going to topple his co-star Brian Cox. Many people have been singling out the former actor, especially in the second season. If Jodie Comer was able to beat the much more established Sandra Oh for lead actress for the second season of Killing Eve last year, I think Jeremy Strong is going to pull off a similar feat. Though if he and Brian Cox do cancel each other out, look out for Jason Bateman to pull an upset for Ozark. Before I sign off, I'd like to take this moment to let you all know that I'm going to be on Gold Derby's live Emmys pre-show this Sunday night. It will be broadcast on their YouTube channel, lasting two hours, and I'll be appearing in the third quarter of the show to give my final thoughts before the telecast begins. You can find a link to that event in the episode notes. Be sure to watch the 72nd Primetime Emmy Awards on ABC this Sunday night at 8 o'clock. If you love this show, please leave us a review. Go to ratethispodcast.com slash podcast and follow the simple instructions. Feel free to subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. If you'd like to find more content from me, please visit my website, which is www.carereviews.net. You can also find it on Twitter at CareReviews and me at Jeffrey Care. Thanks for listening, and I will see you all later.